The Reinvent You podcast is designed to provide tangible advice that will help transform those who have experienced a divorce or a breakup into rediscovering their voice, regaining their power, and obtaining their freedom by focusing on mindset, emotions, finances, health, faith, love, parenting, and building meaningful relationships. These weekly talks are designed to assist individuals to become the best version of themselves in their personal lives, families, and professional environment. I'm your host, Tanya Carter, and thank you for joining. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 77 of the Reinvent You podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Carter, and thank you so much for joining me this week. This week's episode is actually a recording that I did live a few weeks ago, and the title is Moving On From the Relationship You Thought You Wanted. And I wanted to um, bring this to the podcast because um, many of us are in a level of uh, mental and emotional bondage from a previous relationship that we really wanted to work. And in this live recording that I did, I talked about three things that I really challenge you to do um, when you're in this headspace and when you're in this emotional space, because this is the type of stuff that can keep us stuck and extremely stagnant to moving forward. And one of the things about really moving on is that we have to develop a level of awakening within. And having that awakening helps you detach yourself from what was or what you wanted it to be to what could be and what actually is for you. All right. And so I truly hope that you enjoy this episode. I will be back next week for a new recording. You all have a wonderful and amazing week and I will see you next week. Take care. Thank you all for joining me tonight. I know I have some people coming in that probably have never joined me before. And so let me just briefly introduce myself. My name is Tanya Carter and I am a transformation coach. Okay, so um, what I do is I help ambitious women who exit out of their relationships. I help them enter and evolve into a new life of purpose and freedom. Okay. And so when, whenever I talk about an ambitious woman, I refer to that woman who's a lifelong learner. I refer to that woman who is a seeker of change and knowledge to bring improvement around herself and her life. She is the type of woman who wants to grow as an individual She's a woman who leads with integrity. She's committed. She's a woman with a can-do attitude, and she takes pride in the roles that she plays in her life. So if that description fits you, you are definitely indeed um, the, the type of woman that I'm referring to tonight. And so tonight's topic, let's get into that, okay? Tonight's topic is moving on from the relationship you thought you wanted. I talked about this before, but I wanted to revisit it because... Um, This was something that was requested because they were interested in knowing how to move on from someone that they never wanted to lose. And I think this is important because I believe that quite a few people can feel this topic. 
And I thought it would be good to talk about it tonight because it's one thing to, it's one thing for a relationship to be over and you wanted it to be versus a relationship being over and that's not what you wanted. Okay. And it's not saying that you wouldn't have any level of hurt, but when you didn't want it, I I really believe it hits you a lot differently. Okay. And here's the thing about staying fixed on a relationship that's over, but you didn't want it to be right. So when you didn't want the relationship to be over and it was over, you live in denial. You can easily find yourself living in a place and in a space and in an energy of denial. You also can let a lot of time pass by, right? Because you're so fixated on this relationship working and this being the relationship that you wanted. Um, and not to mention that you don't give your life after a real chance. So when this relationship is over, the life after the future self, you're not really giving it a real shot because you're still very fixated on this relationship not working. And so what I wanted to do tonight um, for those who could be having trouble moving on from a relationship that they thought they wanted, I want to challenge you to do three things. That's what I want you to do tonight. I want to challenge you to do three things to plant a level of awakening in you. Because right now you're asleep a little bit. You're asleep on wanting this relationship to work. You're asleep on believing that this was supposed to be the relationship. And so I want to challenge you on three things to help you discover another level of awakening. Okay. So I'm going to talk about the first challenge that I want you to do. The first thing that I challenge you to do is that I challenge you to challenge the story that you're attached to about this particular relationship in its entirety. So when I say this, it's important to identify what story are you telling yourself about this relationship that's keeping you attached to it, okay? You have to get very clear on that because oftentimes the story that we've created in our heads, okay, about this relationship dynamic is not often the reality of what it actually was. And when you're not honest about the reality of the relationship, it develops a mental fantasy of it. That's what tends to happen. And when this occurs, you tell yourself something that either was never true or hasn't been true for a very, very long time. And the majority of our inability to move forward from a relationship that we thought we wanted is because we're more fixated on the potential of what we wanted it to be and look like and not the actuality of what it really was and how it really looked. So in other words, our story that we're telling ourselves in our head isn't necessarily the real story. It's probably more of the ideal story. And when we're going into a place of making a story ideal, that means it could be probably more of a fantasy or a fairy tale. Because honestly, most relationships that end, I'm going to be honest with you, a, a quite a few of them, not I'm not going to say every last one, but a lot of relationships that end are hardly ever surprising because chances are it hasn't been going good for a while now. But when you're fixated on this relationship working, you tend to avoid the reality of it all. And so when it's really over, for you, it appears to be a shock. 
because of what you wanted to believe about this relationship the entire time. And so the question now is that, is it the actual relationship that was presented to you that you wanted? So is it really the actual relationship that was presented to you? So what was going on realistically? Was that what you really wanted? Or is it more of the relationship you thought you could have if things were different? Because those are actually two different things. And when you're heavily focused on the expectation and not the realization, then it becomes a false representation on how you look at this. This is why this is important. And when you're more hung and more stuck on the expectation of what it could be, then that's a relationship that never really existed. Okay. It's more of a dream that you have to disconnect yourself from by accepting that this wasn't the reality, but instead an idolization. Let me know if that makes sense. Because when we tell ourselves a story that necessarily isn't true, the more we play into that story, the more we actually are convinced that this was the reality. But when you start to challenge the story that you're having in your head versus the reality of what it really was, you're able to now come into some level of, a, of an awakening to realize that this may, this relationship wasn't even what it, what I wanted it or what I thought it was or what I wanted to think it would be anyway. Let me know if that makes sense because when you're in this energy of being stuck on something that you just really thought was supposed to work, it, it paralyzes you. It keeps you in some level of bondage. And so we need to start challenging these stories, these beliefs, so we can start allowing ourselves to be set free from stories that's keeping us stuck. Okay. So that's the first point. The first thing you need to do is that you have to challenge the story that you are attached to about this relationship. You really do. That's the first one. The second thing that I challenge you to do is that I challenge you to challenge the story that you're attached to about yourself if you're not in the relationship. Okay, and I'm gonna say that again. I want you to challenge the story that you're attached to about yourself if you're not in this relationship. Okay, so the first challenge that I said, I wanted you to challenge the story about the dynamics of the relationship. But this step is more about the story you come up with about yourself if you're not connected to this relationship. Because sometimes there's a belief that's deeply rooted within you that could possibly believe that if I'm not with someone, then I'm no one. That's easy to do. That's easy to believe. So in other words, when you have that type of belief, you have now aligned your value of who and whose you are based on this relationship not working. And so what is your current belief about yourself if you no longer have this relationship in your life? That's something that you have to ask yourself. Like is your current view of how you define your worth connected into believing that if this relationship works, then I'm worthy. Or if this relationship doesn't work, then I'm not. And what happens is when you measure your worth 
based on the success of the relationship or even the unsuccess of the relationship, it becomes an unstable way of defining your value. That's what tends to happen. And when you do this, your value of how you view yourself will always be determined by what you have attached to you and what you don't have attached to you. So your view of yourself will always be shaky. The view of yourself will always be uncertain. The view of yourself will always be questionable because of the narrative you play into about yourself when it comes to you being in a relationship. Okay. Meaning that you're coming up with a story about yourself that that isn't even real. But the more you play into that narrative, the more you make it feel right. Because again, you're connecting your worth to the end result. That's what you're doing. You're, you're, You're saying based on the end result, this also defines my worth. And because it's no longer a relationship, that false narrative that you're creating of yourself seems more and more accurate about who you are. What I challenge you to do is get very clear on what you're thinking about yourself. What are you believing about yourself to be true because this relationship didn't work out? Because when people say, you know, I really thought this was supposed to work. Sometimes we perceive ourselves as failures when this relationship don't work. I was like that. I didn't think I I felt like a total failure when my relationship didn't work or my marriage. Let me say that. And so I used to connect the outcome of that to my value a lot because I thought if I did everything, it was supposed to work, but that wasn't the outcome. And so because the outcome didn't meet what I expected it to be, I felt like maybe my efforts wasn't enough and maybe I just wasn't enough to be with. And that is a very unhealthy energy to always be in. Let me know if that makes sense. Let me know if that resonates with you. Because if we if we don't challenge what we're saying to ourselves, we could constantly keep affirming a story that really isn't in alignment with who we are. And when we keep replaying that in our head, we start to believe that we're not enough. We're not worthy. And when you keep replaying that, you move and you function off that energy. And so I challenge you to challenge the story that you're telling about yourself. Okay, that's the second one. The third thing that I challenge you to do is that I challenge you to shift your perception. This is why you need to shift your perception. I challenge you to shift it because your perception on how you interpret this shapes your perspective. Okay, this is the type of stuff that I teach to my clients. So if your perception is there's nothing beyond this, if that's your perception, then there won't be anything beyond it. If your perception is I'm not lovable, I'm not desirable, I'm not enough, I'm going to be single forever, then that's the energy that you will attract as well as believe, okay? So when I say shift your perception, this actually goes beyond being positive. I'm I'm not even, I don't even really say that. This goes beyond being positive. It's about understanding that there's just an abundance of opportunities, And there's also an abundance of options post this relationship, because when you're attached to the relationship you thought you wanted, like when you're very attached to that, you don't give yourself permission to create the life that you can have. Okay, and in order to create the life you can have, this has to come from a different perception on how you interpret this situation. And because when you're so fixed 
on how things should be and how it should look. You don't recognize other blessings that you can obtain because you're very fixed on what it should look like. You're still attached to what the expectation was for you. And when you're fixed on something, you're not open to change. You're not. You, you, you say you do, but you don't. When you're very fixed on something being a certain way, you're not open to change. And when you're not open to change, you've basically now placed a period on your life instead of placing a comma there. That's what happens. Okay. And when you do this, this is what you're saying when you do this. This is what's going on subconsciously. Because this relationship didn't turn out the way I thought it would, then that must mean that nothing else will work for me. That's what you're saying. That's what you're doing. You're basically putting a period on where a comma should be. You're actually writing the rest of your book as opposed to viewing this as a chapter. And so when you want to make this a chapter of your life and not the entire book, you need to say something such as, even though this relationship didn't work out as, as I planned, I have the power to change the plan. That's a whole different perception. And so when you give yourself that ability to know that you have the power to change the plan, you're now allowing yourself to be a creator. I don't think people understand this. I say this all the time. I told you, I put this even in my client's heads. You are a creator. You have the ability to create. And what that means is that when you give yourself the ability to change your perception, you now are allowing yourself to intentionally design your life post this relationship. You're giving yourself the ability to write a new story. And I think sometimes we tend to lose that fire to design because of what we become very fixated on. And so it's important to know that your future awaits you. That's, that's the whole point of changing your perception. Your future awaits you. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think people need to really understand that. It's just not going to be the future that you had in your head. And what this means is that when you give yourself permission to rewrite the story, you now can say my future will be great, if not better. That's what you're doing. And let me know if that makes sense, because when people are very stuck on, I thought this was supposed to be the one. I thought this was supposed to work. And it's not wrong for having or maybe being optimistic to some degree. But if we don't do these things that I listed, then we can find ourselves being in denial. We can find ourselves wasting a lot of time. And we can also find ourselves not giving our future a real chance. And so you have to go back and challenge the story that you're telling yourself about this situation. That's one of the things that I talk about a lot. You got to challenge the story because what you're thinking mentally and what was really there physically might be two different things. And it's important to come to that awakening for yourself, especially when you want to move on. Now, if you don't want to move on, then this message will probably make no sense to you. But when I get the I'm stuck, I'm tired, I've been like this for five and 10 years and I'm ready to move forward, then we got to start doing some more different type of work. We have to start getting more deep with things. And most importantly, we have to be honest. We, we have to. I realized like even post my divorce, I saw myself entertaining a relationship quite similar. And I was so stuck on the fact that it was supposed to work. I mean, we laugh, we, we, we talk. Yeah, it was cool, but I knew that mess wasn't working. 
The character was flawed, but I didn't want to see it because I was so fixated on what I thought it should look like. Not to mention because I thought I was this good woman that it should work. My effort should make it work. See, when you telling yourself that it'll keep you so fixated, you keep asking yourself why you're trying to understand the logic of it. You want them to give you closure and you're just in this unhealthy loop all all day. And guess what? That turns into months. For some people, it turns into years. For others, it's decades. It may not be with the same person, but it's a different person with the with a very similar foundation. This is why we have to stop, start doing these things so we don't keep creating the same pattern. And that's what people sometimes that part can be hard to understand. We can create a pattern. That means that this is something that is repeatedly done. Just sometimes, a lot of the times, just with different people. You don't just get out of something for 20 years and then think all of a sudden all those, that residue doesn't come on you and come with you. You have to like do some work because you can easily keep falling into the trap of the same thing. You have to do this type of work. So I, I hope that this brought some level of clarity for you. Someone said relationships are scary. Everything is scary. Nothing. Here's the thing. I think sometimes when it comes to relationships, we have to know that we're taking a risk. This is something that I talk about. This is something that is very true. It's risky. Everything is risky. However, you have to be willing to take the risk on any relationship that you decide to invest in. But before you do that, one of the things that I recommend, especially when you find yourself in patterns that don't serve the, the better version of you, is to, to pause and do some level of work on yourself so you can start being more intentional on who's in your energy. Now, keep in mind that even when that happens, you still can't guarantee that someone is going to stay with you because you can't force anyone to be where they just don't want to be. The only thing you can do is your part and take that risk in knowing that that's all I can do and know that this person that I've chosen to like share my life with is worth that risk. I mean, I'm just going to be honest. And what happens is people say, well, Tanya, I just don't trust people. And I'm like, okay, we got to go back on that part. A lot of us have lost trust in ourselves because we've went against our discernment a lot. And I'm going to tell you something. When you keep going against your discernment, you don't need you question everything because you don't know what to do anymore. It's important to start getting in tune with that. I realized that I did that a lot. And I was so what happens when you do that? You break your own heart when you go against what you know you shouldn't be doing. When you be when that gut feeling be like, don't do it. When that gut feeling like, no, you need to have that uncomfortable conversation. That is a real thing. I literally had a, a call with one of my closest friends about that today. One of her challenges is having uncomfortable conversations. But when something really triggers her, it bothers her so much. And I'm like, listen, you have to learn how to have uncomfortable conversations. And it's scary. Why? Because you fear what the outcome would be when you have that difficult talk. However, when we want to start having a different quality of life and when we want to start having different quality of relationships, we have to be willing to have these type of talks. This is what peacemakers do, y'all. So when people say, I like, I just want to keep the peace. Well, 
when keeping the peace isn't staying silent on issues that matter. Being a peacemaker is coming up with solutions to move forward. And so many of us are saying, I want to keep the peace, but internally your peace is being disrupted. We have to learn how to do better in relationships. So relationships are going to always, you know, it's, it's going to be scary, but you have to trust yourself and you have to trust in the work that you've done. You really do. I tell my clients this, you have to trust in the new version of you. Now the old version of you probably did, did lead from a place of not trusting, but you've done a level of work now. So when someone is doing things that is unhealthy, disrespectful, like, and you've had that first conversation and, and they just really ain't interested, then you got to make some tough choices. You don't want to keep going against what you know will revert back, will, will take you back. You know, someone on Instagram said, I started looking at myself. I need to break this pattern. Yeah, you got to start looking within and looking within doesn't take away the ownership of other people and their behavior. It's just that we can't do anything about it. We can't make anyone do or be any more than what they are. The only power and control we have is really ourselves. I really hope that makes sense. I do. And a pattern is something that has to be intentionally unlearned. It's not something that you break overnight. It is something that you detach from daily. So it's the small things that you have to do, but it's the thing, it's, it's the consistency of it that's going to create a new pattern. Okay. And so um, someone said wholeness and healthy relationships. Yeah. And truthfully, Kimberly, some of us never seen it before. We, we haven't. We haven't. We, we want it, but we don't know what it looks like. For some of us, maybe all we have seen is some level of dysfunction, right? Or, or toxic. And so when you've never seen that, to cultivate that, it's going to take a, a, a another level of work because for some of you, you didn't see it. So you might be the first person to break that type of generational curse. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, one thing I've learned is when I go and I have conversations and I've worked with people in the past, this stuff comes down the line. So when you have had dysfunctional relationships, you may have your mother may have had it. Your dad may have had it. And guess what? Their parents may have had it, right? So this is now something that has almost been inherited. And someone has to break the cycle. And when you're the person to break the cycle, it takes a lot of work from you to do that. But what happens is you're now setting a foundation for everybody else now because of your ability to go through that process. So I hope that makes sense when it comes to that because when we're talking about healthy relationships, if that's something you've never seen, you know, you, you've, it's never been embraced, it's never been talked about, this is new for you. And one of the biggest things you have to do is give yourself grace. You have to give yourself patience. You have to give yourself time. And you also have to keep implementing a level of work because that's important. We're, we're bringing two different people from two different walks of life that see things differently. And one of the things that I emphasize to all of my clients is that your ex has a story, whether you don't like them or not. It's about empathy. It's about really understanding that they have a story. They have a story that either you know about or you don't. 
They dealt with maybe uh, some trauma that you don't know about that impacts them as well. We have to also, we have to leave from that place because if we're always seeking to be understood, we'll never give ourselves the ability to understand others. And if you go into another relationship thinking that a person is going to be a hundred percent of wholeness, then I'm telling you, you will never meet anybody. Why? Because nobody's a hundred percent whole. We're humans. So we are all designed to be imperfect. But the difference is now being open and willing to be vulnerable to one another so we can understand each other better. Right. So I hope that makes sense. I hope this brought, again, some level of clarity. Please make sure you share it out. Um, if you find it to be helpful for other people. So thank you all for tuning in tonight. You have a wonderful night and we will talk soon. <laughs> <laughs>